<laughs> we are recording. Oh, good. So do you want to share an inspiring thought while I try to figure out our chimes? Well, welcome. Uh, an inspiring thought. Here we go. Well, first of all, thank you for finding us here today, because if you're here, I have great faith that you absolutely can write your ticket in life and can create whatever you want because persistence my friends is one of the ways that we win in life so i'm being a little tongue-in-cheek but there's also some seriousness thank you for your patience with zoom it seems like perhaps um, our original or initial account got disabled so we'll have that figured out between now and next week but if you are here live which is a beautiful uh rich handful of you so far and more of you joining clearly um, what we'd like for you to do is we would like for you to say hello in the comments, in the chat box. We'd love for you to share a, what oils you're using today and or supplements, as well as what's one magic thing you want to create this month. I know I'm asking for two things for your brain to consider, but we'd love to hear both of those things. So welcome, welcome loves. We're excited to be with you and we're going to still rock out some great coaching. So if you're here with us live and listening in or joining us on video, we're going to invite you to raise your hand if you have a question and want to come on live with us too, and would love to do some coaching with you. So if you're here, guess what? You're on. We're going to invite you to participate. Andy, it looks like you joined us up to Facebook though. In theory, I, I don't have the, the feed up live yet, but it, it says it's going, so... There we go. Well, if you're joining us here on Facebook Live, if you can see us, welcome. We are navigating a little bit of the Zoom world this morning. We're having a good time, though, and we're just going to make it magic happen. Because, you know, if there's anything that sounds like or feels like 2020, it's a, it's a circus. And so we're experiencing that a little bit this morning. The popcorn machine, though, is apparently fresh out. I do have an ice cream maker in my basement. Apparently, I'll go get it. But um, if you are just joining us, what we'd love to hear is what oils are you using this morning? Secondly, I'd love to hear what's one thing you want to create or are creating this month and being intentional about that, whether it's more peace and rest and joy, as well as whether it is, you know, what you're creating in your business. So welcome lovebirds. Falon says getting into a groove with contacting and scheduling builder prospect calls. I love that. Our girl Haley B says, inviting my team, adaptive focus and breathe. She says, we are live on the Facebook. So hello, Facebook. We're so thrilled that you're here. We have Holiday Tiff and Tech Andy on, on tap for you today, figuring out the most interesting things with Zoom this morning. Carla's here with us and she's sending us love. Thank you, sweetheart. Nicole says, building my builders, focusing on my goals for December. Lots of inviting and oils for immunity. Awesome. I love it. Anyone else, if you're here, live or on Facebook, we'd love to hear what oils you're using and what you're focusing on for this month. My thought for today is I had a podcast show go live this morning called Endings and Beginnings. And the title of it is focused on that, but is looking at preparing the soil for the seeds. Is that if I may just say this briefly, before you set those New Year's goals, right, we might be thinking, of course, those things, those thoughts start to creep into our thinking and New Year's goals and visioning and creation, which I love, love, love. It's so juicy and so rich. But part of the way that we welcome the new is how we complete the old or we complete the current that we're in. And so I just invite you, you can give a listen to that full show on Apple, on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. 
but I invite you, and it's called again, prepare the soil for the new seeds. But I do invite you to be thinking about doing some completion exercises in the next couple of weeks as we are in the crescendo month of this epic year and having you drop into some, some thinking about some reflecting of what has this year taught me? What are the lessons of this year? As well as perhaps if there's some cleansing, cleansing is a powerful way of creation and there's various ways that we cleanse. We cleanse energetically often through types of forgiveness and intention whether it's the Hopo Ono, you know, meditation or doing some visualization of cord cutting, maybe writing letters or, or perhaps tossing that into the fire, but just a releasing of if there's anyone you need to forgive, including yourself, is a great cleansing activity. Cleansing your space, letting go of the old, right? Letting that those things happen. As well as, again, just thinking about this aspect of, gosh, what is it that I want to leave behind or what do I want to make peace with? and inviting yourself to look at that. And then spending some time the next few weeks and nourishing yourself the same way you'd prepare soil, you know, for new seeds, you'd nourish that soil. And you'd also allow it some time to rest too, right? Some of you are, are not good resters. And I'd not say that with judgment, but allowing yourself some time to rest as well. And, and restful type activities, that does not always mean sleep, but time off your technology, time off all the mind churn, right, is allowing some space for that. So that's just something that went out fresh this morning that you can again find and go through the full podcast. But I want you to think about before you set those New Year's goals, one of the ways that again, we welcome or prepare ourselves for anything new to arrive is that how we complete what we're in as in that moment, right, is having some there's navigations of those transitions. And so I am curious, what's one thing you want to let go of or leave behind in 2020? And if you want to put that in the chat box or Facebook live comments, would love to hear that just for a perspective of what you've been navigating. What's one thing you're clear you want to clean up or leave behind in this year that we're currently in before we welcome a new year? Andy, any thoughts on this? I love any it. Thoughts? So, so good. You know, whenever I'm coaching people who want to find a new builder, people who want to create a new rank, they're, they're looking to attract in a massive way. My number one coaching for them is, have you created the space for this new builder? Have you opened up um, a new you know, wing in your house or a new, a new room? Do you have space in your garage? You know, one of the simplest things people can do to, to find a new builder is go clean out your garage. Mm -hmm. That sounds crazy. But, no, it would you keep elaborating? I love you're going to go here because it's so true. It is like energetically, we, you know, we are hundred percent energy. That's, that's what we emanate. That's how we communicate. That's how people feel us is through our energy. And, and if we are full up to the brim and we might, our words might be saying, Hey, I want you to build this business with me, but our energy is screaming the exact opposite. And there is no room. No room in the end, right? So <clears throat> I just love everything you've shared. Like um, whatever it is that you want to attract, make sure there's space. Um, so the purge works every time. So we, we had something like this where we had gotten to a rank and uh, we had a bunch of uh, builders who had started and then dropped off. Um, our front line was just really messy. It had... Yeah, um, some customers that had rolled up because some builders had dropped out. I mean, it was just 
it was, it was a mess. And my, my sweet, lovely wife, Natalie, she loves to organize. And she's like, all right, that's it. We're just tidying up our front line. And so we went through and we did all the exceptions requests and, you know, submitted all the, I think it was DocuSign back in the day. And what it meant was there was even one, um, one leader who had been a silver and we were like, hey, listen, uh, this hasn't worked great and we want to support you. If you could choose to work with anyone on our team, who would it be? And guess what? They chose to build under someone on our team. And, and so we moved them. And guess what happened after tidying up our front line? We attracted two new builders who built a gold. And that's how we got to double blue diamond. So it's amazing. Like some of you have read um, the magic of tidying up. Is that Kwando? Is that her name? Yeah, Marie Kwando. Yeah, and there's just, there's power, right? There's magic and there's power in tidying up and making space. So I so 100% believe not just because the principle is that everything's energy. And I'm going to share a thought with you guys that is really a truth bomb. And it's sometimes when I first heard it, I was like, hmm, wait, what? But I've seen it play out to be true as one of my mentors years ago said this statement where he said, there's nothing missing in your life. And that's a hard thing sometimes to get your mind around when you're like, uh, wait, well, I can tell you, I really need this. I really need that. You know, he said, nothing's missing in your life. You simply must make room for it. And he said, I mean that psychologically as well as physically. He's like, sometimes that's why when I mentioned forgiveness, Sometimes it's like you're wanting to attract a new love or friend or builder in your life, but you need to forgive the one that you're still hung up on from the past, right? And he said, and psychologically, and he quoted similar, his friend, Martin Root, who says, every time he wants to attract new business, he cleans out his home, his garage, his car, you know, his office space. Many of the folk, folks in our group here who've gone through Success Academy, one of the weeks of the eight, we focus on cleaning up space. And it's so fascinating to see whether, again, like I just had a whole carload of stuff go to, to Goodwill yesterday of just cleaning out my basement finally. And some things like that are just items that are still really nice or, and I'm just not using, but anyway, the point is it's so true is, you know, cleaning out the physical space, cleaning out the clutter, because everything being energy, it just like ties us up. And so it's like, am I prepared for that new builder? I also look at it in this way too. I mean, if we want to go all the ways on that com conversation, but I love what you just said. It's like, yeah, maybe it's like, gosh, my closet's a nightmare or my bedroom is such a chaotic mess. Well, it's like, gosh, maybe I need to, you know, really create sanctuary there or my office is a disaster. And it's not that it's like, Hey, sometimes I'm very, you know, on the fly too. And like, Hey, we pull out a couple outfits. They get left on the bed or out the door or sometimes the office, like we're on the move, we're making things happen. I get it, but it's coming back to, it's like, gosh, what do I need to let go of? And sometimes it's psychological, it's psychic energy that you're holding on to anger or a grudge and, or something where you're like, I'm really hurt by this. And it's okay. Be tender about that. But also it's like, I don't want to carry that around. I don't want to make peace with it. Sometimes it's our physical space. Like you were just talking about the other thing, though, that I think if we're talking about manifestation, which we are, we're tapping into some of that. I also think when we talk about preparation is, are you prepared? It's like preparation techniques or ideas would be, do I have sample bottles on me? Right. At all times, because if I have a sample bottle on me, 
what that I, it's almost like I'm saying to the universe, put me in coach, help me find someone that I can give this to. Cause I'm prepared to give it. If preparation might also look like welcome packages, right? Your starter kits or your welcome packages, or at times I've done this in my past, in my own coaching business and or coaches I've coached is like create a coaching folder, right? Your folders for your new clients to show up, you know, but what are the ways that it's as if it's like, you're expecting that guest to show up in your home. You're expecting that to show up in your life is cleaning out and preparing. Both of those are, are absolute power play principles to help us. So anyway, lots of good juicy stuff. We definitely want to open up the time for the ability to take on questions. Let's coach, let's strategize, let's support you. If you're stuck in something, let's work through it. If you want to strategize something or just something you're learning or want to share, we'd love to hear it too. I love it. So since we're not on webinar mode today, all I have to do is unmute and turn on your video and it's simple as that. No need to raise hands or go through the rigmarole. Um, one thing too you can do to clear out old energy is get a haircut. Um, I know a lot of people talk about how hair is the symbol of old energy. And so, um, yeah, I've, I've heard that's a great way to go out with the old and bring in the new. So somebody on Facebook um, just asked, um, how did you move a silver? I've always been told that nobody with a thousand PV team overall is movable. So this is an example of somebody who had been silver, but they had dropped down to below a thousand PV. So I did not move an existing silver. It's someone who, and it, it was still an exceptions request, right? It was still all seven signatures. And it was, I think it took two or three tries. Like, I don't want anybody to have this, um, you know, this notion that the Goddards can pull some levers at corporate and, and magic like that happens. They were way less than a thousand PV and we still had to jump through the <clears throat> exceptions requests. And there's no guarantee, right? Like even if you meet all the requirements and, you know, this person wanted to build under our double blue diamond. And, and so doTERRA knew that we weren't moving that volume for our benefit. Like there was, we, we gained nothing in this scenario. Like we, we lost a builder and it wasn't trying to fill in a power of three. It wasn't trying to fill in for rank for us. So that's part of the reason that, that it went through, but, but yeah, you can't, normally you can't move a silver. So, okay. Um, Janice on Facebook is saying, um, yes, there is a, an error with the old zoom link. We're going to see if we can get that fixed this week. Um, if we can't, we'll just use this same link, sharesuccess.com slash Zoom. But yeah, for some reason, that old webinar link is not working. We apologize. <clears throat> okay, Falon has got a great question. You Are you down for coming on live? We, we always prefer to. Sure am. Hi, Falon. Welcome. Hi, thank you. So tell us, go ahead and tell us what you're working on. Well, I finally have scheduled a prospect call. This is something I've probably, since I started back a few months ago, I've been meaning to get into the groove of and just have been doing everything else but that. <laughs> so um, this is somebody on Instagram. I've been kind of nourishing some connection for a little while. She's into health and wellness. She's got an Instagram account that she's you know promoting herself out there as a dietitian. Um, 
So I, I use the short approach of direct messaging just to get them on the phone with the goal to get them on the phone and connect that way instead of vomiting all over them on message, which I had done, you know, years ago in the past and never worked. So I was really excited to see that it worked. I complimented the work that she does and said, I, I have something specific. I'd really love to talk to her about uh, when can we get on a call? And so we have this zoom scheduled for tonight. And now, you know, yesterday I was a bundle of nerves and just trying to figure out how exactly am I going to approach this? I have certain scripts that I'm looking at from Elisa's find a builder program and none of them, you know, I've, I've tried practicing them and things like that. And it just doesn't, it doesn't sink in and feel natural. And um, so I'm trying to battle the perfectionism and making this very first call perfect um, and use it as a practice session. But at the same time, I also want to go into it proactively and do the best that I can. Um, so I, I did go over a possible script option or approach my husband yesterday on his lunch break and it was really nice for him to help me but I I still just thought maybe I'll pop in and try and get just some perspective and what obviously the most effective thing is when I'm looking at someone in another country and I think one of my concerns is to just go in right away and ask if they're open to trying some oils if I send them some free samples is for me to do that um, and be in the groove of doing that. I don't know that I have the resources right now to sustain sending out a bunch of samples without qualifying and having a good conversation first. So. Awesome. Well, congratulations on, on getting a, a lead and, and getting a, a call set up. That's super exciting. Thank you. And I know that you've expressed interest in the past and building internationally. So that's even, that's a double win. Yeah. Awesome. So I'll just share a couple quick thoughts and then Tiff, you can chime in. Um, so the thing I like to um, ground myself in when I'm going into what feels like, you know, a stressful situation or, or like high stakes, you know, like this is a big influencer or I really want to win this deal um, is just to remember like <clears throat> these, they might be an influencer, but they're people too, right? Um, they, they might be a, a business or a thought leader and they're, they're a person too. So that's the, the key thing there is just to be like businesses too. Like a lot of people get excited about um, enrolling a business, but businesses are made up of people too. So just, you know, don't, don't create a bunch of unnecessary um pressure or stress, um, just, just treat them like you would a best friend, you know, like the first thing I would say is, is just get really curious and show a lot of interest in what they're into, what they're up to and, and what their passions and, and vision and goals and just all the things that we always talk about, right? Like Tiff is the, the queen of questions. So just, just go down that venue of, of questioning and, and the thing that I've found too is when, when you can have them talk about 80 to 90% of the call, then they're going to say that they're always going to say one thing at the end, you are an amazing person and an excellent listener. So that's, that's probably the biggest win is if you can come away from that call and you can be really, really clear. So I would maybe back off of, Oh, I've got to make sure they get a sample and they try a sample 
amazing oil experience. Um, that's the, the user path for a, a customer, but it sounds like who you're dealing with here is someone who you want to have do the business with you. Natalie and I went through and we, we listed out every single of our qualifying legs and of all our qualifying legs, 90% of them, we let out with the business. We didn't have them jump through the hoops of, Hey, do you want to try something for your digestive upset? Like it was, it was straight up. We want to do business with you. That's why we're talking to you. And, and so I, I think the whole sampling, you know, soapbox has maybe steered the feel a little bit too much to thinking everyone has to go through a, a certain path and it's just not true. So the pressure of, I've got to send out samples in an international market, you know, you can just let that go because it's, it's, it's not true. So those are a couple of my thoughts. Tiff, I'd love to hear what you would have to share. And yeah. can I ask a question about that real fast? Sure. That'd be okay. I, my original plan was to do more of a networking call and, and ask, and ask questions. Like you say, I see a lot of value in that. My, I just have this little fear that if I lead into it right away, she's going to think that I'm a, a prospective client of hers. And so I'm, I guess I'm, I'm not quite sure how to, so I'm wondering if there's a way to, to compliment her and, and then be direct about what it is I'm calling about and then lead into questions and see, are you, are you open to talking about that? I'd like to ask you some questions. I guess I'm looking for a kind of a specific way to move into that because I, I, I naturally do care a lot about people and, and I'm comfortable asking all those questions, but I, I want to honor her time too and also be direct about what the purpose of the call is and ask the questions. Yeah, so I would say um, when it comes to um, like being clear, I, I think you just come up with a simple phrase, like um, like if you ask her enough questions about what they're up to, um, th there's gonna be a natural time in the conversation when you tell them what you're up to, right? And, and the more certainty and authority you bring to what you're doing, um, the more they're going to be interested in, you know, joining you and your, in your cause and your, your why. So I, I wouldn't be afraid of being uh, a consumer of whatever it is they're offering. Like, I mean, Laura Jacobs, we consumed, or Natalie did, she went to her holistic health coaching for years before Laura said yes to doTERRA. So, um, like, don't make it an either or in your mind. Like it's, th th there's a billion amazing people out there with, with incredible offerings. And so don't, don't think that you're so um, important that you can't do both. So I, I guess that's, that's my two cents on that. Okay. Um, and, and be clear, right? Like if they're, if they're just wanting to sell you a $10,000 coaching package, um, <clears throat> you might have some openness there, but also like, Hey, um, I've, I'm actually, um, creating a massive movement. I'm, I'm, I'm leading a healthcare revolution and I'm looking for leaders in that revolution. So Tiff, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. So one clarifying question I have is, does she, what does she already know about who you are and what you do? 
You know, I'm just barely getting really engaged on Instagram and I'm not putting it out there very directly doTERRA. I'm trying to build a personal brand around just health and wellness, mothering, lifestyle. Um, and so I don't think she really knows anything other than she's seen my pictures and we've commented a little bit back and forth. I often have um, commented on her posts. And so I think that's it. Mm -hmm. Why does she think she, that you two are meeting? What was the intention when you reached out? What did, language do you use of why you wanted to get on a call? Um, I, I complimented her. I, I said, I really love the work that you're doing with people because she shares a lot of posts that I resonate with about intuitive eating or holistic lifestyle, you know, habits, things like that. And I said, I have something specific I'd really love to talk to you about. Is there a time we could get on a call? So that's it. Yeah. So I think, um, I really loved a lot of what Andy was sharing. And I think that, um, I would lead with connection first personally of just saying, Hey, and that way you connect on the human level and, and sharing, um, is this person already have a business that's thriving and rocking or? She's a dietitian in a hospital, but it looks like she's trying to, to promote herself a lot on Instagram. So I don't know if she has a personal practice as well. Yeah. But. So I would say, so I would just connect and say, and again, reaffirm, like, I really love the content that you share. And I just love connecting with other high vibe, you know, like-minded people. I too am in the health and wellness space. And I think there may be a potential way we could collaborate and would love to share that with you. And I'd use that language as if that sounds like partnering, that sounds like collaboration, you're acknowledging where you two are crossing paths, which is health and wellness and what the work they are up to in the world. And then you could share, you know, I'm curious, I would lead out, I'm curious, have you or do you utilize essential oils as part of your wellness practices? And then I'd, you know, and I let that be kind of the door opener and they can tell you, right. They may, are, whether they're active users of an essential oil brand or not, or essential oils, or if it would be brand new to them, but that gives you a little bit of guidance. And again, I agree. It's like with Andy, you could say, you know, I'm leading a, a movement with helping more people be empowered with natural solutions. And that includes essential oils and supplementation and dietary and these types of things like it sounds like this person is already up to. And so those are some of the, the ways that I would lead out is I would acknowledge again, the work they're doing and what you're up to in the world. And there may be a way to collaborate. And then I'd ask, you know, I'm curious, have you, ha do you currently utilize or have you been exposed to also or utilize essential oils in your, you know, wellness practices? And then let that lead you and guide you. And they may say, yeah, I know a lot about it or, you know, or I've been using oils for years. Great. How's that going for you? And, you know, are you, you know, or no, I've heard about them, but I really haven't, you know, um, I haven't, you know, done a whole lot with it. And that will just give you some guidance. And then you can still refocus the conversation back to business. Like I'm partnering, you know, with some, you know, specific key individuals to really move this movement, you know, and things like that. But that's how I'd lead into the conversation, especially where, if you haven't been sharing a lot, there isn't a lot of clear identity to your brand and what you're doing in the world. Um, or, you know what I'm saying is like, and there wasn't really much clarified in the setup is just to lean into where you guys connect, which is around health and wellness and ask their awareness of oils 
And then I would lead into, well, this is the vision that I'm creating. What a difference they've made for me and my family. And I'm partnering with some incredible humans to really grow this. If that's something you'd like to explore more. That's how I'd lead it. Yeah. And then regardless of how they respond, because sometimes, you know, again, not, some people respond really quick and they're like, yeah, let's talk more. And can you send me this? Or let's look at this. And some might be like, you know, that's great. And I want to think about it. And if it's, again, it just depends how much awareness they already have or use of that product, right. Matched with, or what they're already building in their own business is that you continue to show up and nourish that relationship. Right. Yeah. Where you continue to comment and stay engaged and, you know, be involved with that for at least, a, you know, I mean, I'm not saying you have to do that forever, but I think for, a, you know, that you see that most relationships, sales and dating have a lot in common. And most people don't go to coffee and say, great, let's get married. Unless you go to BYU, except you wouldn't go to coffee if you went to BYU. Easy. But, okay. Easy. <laughs> Making sure Andy's still awake this morning. Those are inside <laughs> jokes if you live in Utah, everybody. But um, go Utes. Anyway, the point is that you don't typically go to a hot cocoa date and say, hi, so nice to meet you. Oh my gosh, we're going to get married tonight and name all of our children together all in the same experience. Is that relationships build with time. But people absolutely can have a first date and they're like, yes, I want to go on the second date. I want to know more. Let's get some product. Let's get started. Or yes, tell me more. Or let's sign me up for a starter kit, you know, or let's meet. And I'd love to see the modules on your comp plan or whatever. Like definitely there are people are going to say, yeah, I'm ready for a second and third date. But just knowing that, you know, most things get nurtured with some time. Is anyone that comes at me either dating wise or business, like full guns blazing, like out of the gate, that usually is like, uh, you know, it's just a lot. So it's just like, yeah, cool. So have a great first date, enjoy connecting, enjoy asking some questions. And then from there, following up to what you receive or learn about with this person. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Good. Go Thank have you. And I love how you're creating that connection. That to me is what I believe when I feel like social media, you know, is great for community, great for connection. But it's fantastic that to be intentional about it, that that is how you are building business, right? Like, I love it is, hey, let's nourish new relationships, follow new people, and let's start more conversations. Let's create engagement. Let's slide into those DMs, you know? There's someone that happened to follow me that I didn't know, and I checked out her page and commented and engaged some, and then we messaged a little off her DMs. And then she sent me a message ironically yesterday. We're going to meet today. Same thing where she says, Hey, there's this, this company I want to introduce you to. They're looking for a speaker for their upcoming event. And I'd like to have a conversation to explore that. And I was like, okay. So that's the point of great social is like, but again, it didn't start with me popping in her inbox. Like, Hey, if you're ever looking for a speaker, I'm your girl. Right. It was, oh, and legitimate genuineness. I really liked some of the content she was sharing and had a resonance. I had no idea what she was, that she was, I didn't know that what she was up to. So it's just the awareness that, hey, but engaging with people in a similar vibe and what they're about, you just can create a whole lot of opportunity. I think if, again, being intentional about social media isn't just to scroll, it's like you're there to engage. Engagement 
and creating connection, right? And so good for you for living that. Andy, anything last thoughts you want to share on this before we wrap it up? I think you nailed it. We're excited to hear how it goes. So give us a report next week, Falon. Thank you. Okay. <laughs>
system and skill set in place to bring these people in and ask these questions and then, you know, get them launched. So I'm, I'm kind of starting fresh. Like I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm brand new. I'm not engaged with my, you know, upline. So I pretty much am acting as the authority, the upline. Um, and I think I have enough experience and skills to do that, but it's just, it's a lot to, to chew, I guess. So, but what, sorry, can you just repeat what you're saying about your upline that you were saying that you are the authority? Um, I, I'm not engaged with my upline in setting up three-way calls or, or anything like that. So in the Find a Builder program that I have kind of worked through with Elise, you know, she says, if, if not, then just you can do it yourself. You just have the questions, just really work them and practice them. And, and um, the, the discovery questions. So I'm, I guess I feel overwhelmed. I'm trying to figure out how to, how to do this all myself. And I know I can just start with the call tonight and just engage in that network, but because I'm wanting to get into a flow and be scheduling these calls and reaching out to people every day, um, I just want to get into a good groove and feel confident in this, in this flow and conversation um, as quickly as I can, as efficiently as I can. So I'm curious, um... Is, is there a reason you haven't engaged your upline? Because you've got some, you've got some rock stars in your upline. I know a few of them. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm talking of, of direct upline that that would have, um, I think, the time to to work with me. I know she's not engaged. I do have upline um, out here, and I guess I, I guess I feel like I. I I don't want to impose on their time because I've, I've been so inactive for so long. And um, sorry, and I'm, I'm, I've just kind of been out of the loop and I feel a little bit removed from, from that uh, organization. Yeah. And that's okay. So I, I, I feel honestly, you know, I'm, I might have been inactive, but I do have 1500 people and in my organization, I have builders that I'm trying to, to lead out and, and inspire and support. So I, I feel like I've got some of that confidence there, but I don't know, I guess I'm curious what your opinion is. Is it, is it a lot more effective to engage upline for these three-way calls or is it something I, I could memorize and practice and, and do on my own? Um, so I, I mean, there's, there's just no arguing the effectiveness of three ways. Like, it's it's what people do in this industry and it and it's it's worked it always has always will um i think most of it stems from the the power of edification like if you edify the heck out of your upline then it's them you know all of a sudden they have um <clears throat> credibility and they can do the same back to you like they can they can say, this is why you want to work with Fulon. Like she will, you could always count on Fulon for this, this, and this, right? So it just, it's, it's quantumly different for someone else to say those words than for you to say yourself. Um, so that's, I mean, so yes, three ways work. Um, my question for you is, um, do you feel worthy of claiming their time. I'm working on that. 
the more the more activity I'm engaged in, yeah, for sure. Because that's what I'm hearing between the lines is like their their time is too valuable. You know, I've been less less active in building or or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. here's the fact: like, this is how they make their money. This this is how they earn their check is by supporting their team. So I don't care who you are or how in or out you've been, like you get to claim your uplines engagement. And I don't care if, if they've been on vacation for three to five years, right? Like same, same deal. Like every one of you on this call, you are worthy and deserving of asking for support. So to me, that's, that's the main message here is um, until you, until you claim it, you're probably not going to have it. And that's true of success. That's true of builders. It's true of, of rank advancements. Like it, it doesn't, people don't stumble into presidential diamond. Like they don't just, you know, they were going to the gym and they were going to the mall and then they go in their back office and they're like, oh, hey, look, I went presidential diamond. You know what I mean? Like you have to, you, you have to claim it. And so you see something you want, you go get it. And so in, in this case, um, it's really easy to create a lot of reasons, um, you know, that maybe your upline hasn't been engaged. I don't care. Like they could have told you 20 times, I'm not doing the business. I don't care. I would tell you go out and, and ask and expect and even demand that, that they support. I mean, I, I know who your upline is. And if, if you need help getting support there, like let's get on a three-way with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Can I, can I bring up one more thing? I think there was a little bit of a worthiness issue, but, but again, I feel like I'm moving through that. Um, the other thing is if I haven't done consistent three-way calls, but maybe my own personal three-way call with them wasn't, didn't feel very effective. So there's also a confidence issue in the upline and wondering, oh, <laughs> um, I think that one's my little guy's age. Uh, there is a little bit of, of fear of, of engaging an upline three-way call and not feeling comfortable like or like it, it it resonates or is very effective and so there's a little bit of that feeling of I might do a better job myself connecting with this person yeah so I mean be strategic right like don't just don't just assume that your closest upline leader has to be the one but like I mean James Bybee dude you get that guy on a three-way I know he's in your upline and yeah. you get that guy in three-way and he is going to bring it like he's going to bring the passion he is going to bring the energy and i don't know lately you get that guy on a call and he's probably going to shed a few tears like he, there's, there's this new side of james vibey that i am just loving that's really wow. really sensitive and and powerful so i don't know yeah okay so i i would just say be be strategic and, and don't just, don't shut down all three ways with all upline because 
whatever, right? Okay. Fill in the blank. It doesn't matter what that blank is. Just create it, you know, like go, go out and get it. Okay. Awesome. That's really helpful. Thank you. Yeah. What are your thoughts? My last thought is love. I just feel like just make sure you come back to the joy of all of this. It feels a little bit like overthinking and a lot of pressure on yourself is like, come back to the joy. We love sharing this, get on this call, connect, establish a connection, reinforce a connection, ask some questions, and then you'll have more clarity. And then from there you can keep nourishing and following up. But um, just make sure you're not over putting too much pressure on yourself that I got to say all the right things and do it all this perfect way is what matters is that you're out in the garden nourishing seeds and that's what you're doing. And that's at the heartbeat of a business, right? It's the heartbeat of growth. It's like, I'm out in the garden doing the nourishing. I love the commitment to like, I want to up level and improve, which we've already talked about some questions, eat it and guide it. But again, similar to what Andy's saying is like being open to, there's a lot of support resources. And if it's using three ways, you know, three-way calls, that type of thing, um, you know, to be open to that. And maybe again, it's with different people, but to the point of it is like, are you moving forward? Are you taking action? Are you progressing? That's what matters. And that is what you're doing. And so come back to the joy, right? Joy is the, the great uh, elixir and it's magnetic. Because if I get on a call with you and you're all stressed out, I don't want more stress in my life. <laughs> what I want more in my life is lightness, joy, possibility, hope, vision. And that's the energy I need to feel from you to be magnetized to being even interested in what you're talking about. And not that you have to get that perfect too, because it's okay to have a little bit of nerves, but realize it's like you have some, it's like you're calling someone to say, you know what? I have a Louis Vuitton handbag for you if you want to claim it, or a new Tesla, or an ice cream machine, right? Or whatever. It's like the energy of you're calling to give her him or her a really great gift. And they may or may not accept it, but cool, you're on the gift giving energy vibe. That's what you're about, and that's what you're up to. So with all the ways we can strategize and strategize and strategize, of course, as the mindset and, you know, and from sales is so much, everything is energy. Mm -hmm. And so the person with the best energy wins. And so like, are you even having fun doing this? Or now is it all, I'm so in my head and I got to, what am I doing? It's like, come back to the joy train, babe, because I'm interested in a lot of joy. I'll give you my credit card for joy all the time, but you know more stress and angst. Yeah. I'm not buying any more of that, especially in 2020. I have yeah. tapped out on that account, you know, good stuff though. Thank you for the ask. Cause I think it's good stuff for all of us to be reminded of and be working on. Mm -hmm. So good. Okay. We've had a couple quick last questions. Um, Gwen is asking about diamond club. Um, she said, we haven't had a lot of enrollments on the team but is Diamond Club a good idea or is there a better way to re-engage and get people excited to build again? So last week was doTERRA's blue and presidential um, summit. And we had some amazing um, stats that were shared. Um, so Diamond, so they combined Diamond and Silver Club and the two programs together in 2019, I think it generated 9 million in overall volume. In 2020, it generated 80 million in overall volume. Mm -hmm. So is that something you want more of on your team? I do. So I'm gonna support and, and enroll and rally the troops to Silver and Diamond Club till my dying day. So 
Absolutely. It's a fantastic way. It's just, it, it's a, it's a set path, right? It, it's a, it's a track, a, a course that people it, it's clearly defined. There's a start and a stop, you know, and, and that's probably the biggest problem with our business model is you can do whatever you want. So people tend to do whatever they want and that's, that doesn't always create the best business results. So we love diamond and silver club. Uh, next question, what is the best way to learn how to structure our team, how to clean up our front line? What are the rules and tools? So basically the only limiter is if somebody um, has over, I think the line is 800 PV in volume, it's not gonna get moved. So um, that's where doTERRA's kind of said, hey, that impacts too many people's checks uh, to move that much volume. So. I would just say, don't even try with anything over 800, even over like anything between 600 and 800, it's pretty, pretty iffy, right? Um, in terms of the rest of, you know, what you can and can't do, um, you can apply, you, you can submit an exceptions request for any move, um, but doTERRA is always gonna say, hey, are we really looking for the best place for this person to move? or are we just restructuring for rank or power of three? Now, if you're just restructuring for rank or power of three, it's probably not gonna get approved. So um, those are the, the general guiding terms. Um, we really wanna be looking for how can I best support this person? So like one of the things doTERRA is gonna look at is, hey, you know, I've got this team where I'm short, I'm short every month 200 PV to get that leg to elite. And, oh, conveniently, I'm trying to move this leg well, if the person you're trying to move them under has never enrolled anyone, or at least not in the last six months, it's not going to get approved. So straight out of the gate, you can just say, you know, I'm not going to waste my time trying. So those are a couple of guiding rules. But in terms of, you know, uh, placements, it's, it's all going to come back to the same question. Where is this person going to grow best? And, and if you use that as the guiding rule, then there's always a way, you know. So restructure with, with how can I best support this person getting moved is a way better and more um, useful question than um, how can I restructure for, for rank or power three. Okay, and Wanda has given us a, a huge amen on three-way calls, uh, just saying that she did one and uh, it totally worked. And this works not just with you know, to your point, Wanda, this is not just for prospects. This is also for existing team members. So using, leveraging your upline um, to engage and inspire and motivate, you know, like it's, it's a powerful tool and, and it works. So love, love, love it. Well, it's been a day. It's been a day. And the sun has arrived. I've been translated. I know. You're just glowing over there, sister. Angels we have heard on high. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. I, I think it's the red lipstick. It brings out another, it brings out an extra energy boost, right? And by the way, your lipstick is getting lots of love over on Facebook. Oh, good. I love a red lip in the holidays. And you guys, what do you think about the headband? I'm not really normally a headband person, but... 
the reality is, is it's plaid and I want plaid all over my life in December. I have plaid holiday bedding, Andy. And you guys, like, I've never been more excited to make my bed than I am in the month of December because it is a joy spot. Plaid. Who knew? Who knew plaid could have so much um, impact of joy in my life? Anyone else love plaid? And Andy, do you think we can have, I'm curious what y'all think. Can you have too much plaid in your life? Christmas plaid. I I don't think you can. And, And we're all excited for you to release your next podcast, The Power of Plaid. The Power of Plaid. <laughs> I, that's not in the queue for the podcast, funny enough, but, um, you know, maybe we make an adjustment because you do have some wisdom and insights, you know, um, The Power of Plaid. No, but we, we sure love you guys, all teasing aside. Thanks for helping us figure out technology this morning, and we sure appreciate being here with you, your hearts, your sharing. Just realize, may I just remind you of something powerful? And I'm feeling some energy around this. So get ready. And um, you're on a mission and you have a calling and you're being a part of helping humans heal physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially. In my book, that's no small business. But get about the business of like seeing it that way, that you're on a mission and that you have lives to touch and change. And when I think of the month of December, I think it's a phenomenal month to nourish connection, mm-hmm. connection, 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 your relationships and show up to serve, show up to share the light. This is team love. I know we call it team share success, but really that's also known as AKA team love. And so I just want you to know that we're in your corner. We're here every week for you because we know that this is a mission. And I promise you, if you put your heart in the right spot and show back up in that energy of like, we're here to flow, we're here to love, we're here to bless, we're here to serve. Show me God, show me universe. Who am I going to connect with today? And you make your life and your business about service. You will change so many lives, including your own, right? So we love you. We cheer for you. Have some joy, have some hot cocoa, enjoy your plaid in the midst of all that serving. And we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Mike drop. Thank you so much, Tiffany. And thank you all for everything you do to lift the world and liberate souls. Um, in terms of technical issues, we're going to try to heal the, the last link and, and see if we can recycle that. I'm kind of doubtful that's going to work. So um, you can try it next week, but maybe let's plan on using sharesuccess.com slash zoom um, until we can heal that last link. So thanks so much guys. See you next time.